1: Goldilocks Productions broadcasts universal cosmic frequencies that unlock,
0: awaken, and expand the consciousness of our worldwide viewers and listeners. Are you ready to experience motivation, magic, miracles, and messages from spirits? Discover the hidden secrets of astrology, numerology, destiny cards, and more. Learn how to use ancient wisdom for the modern world.
1: You are entering into the Higher Realms with Jeremy Ryden. Welcome to Higher Realms. I'm your host, Jeremy Ryden. Get ready to be motivated, inspired, and let your soul get set on fire. We tap into our spiritual, metaphysical, holistic healing to live our best lives right now. I'm so glad you tuned in on this Tuesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Maybe you're uh, over there in the west coast of California at 5 p.m. Whatever time you're watching this, or maybe you're watching this type of replay, thank you for sharing this. And we got people right now on the live comments. So on Tuesday nights, when you watch me live, you're able to ask some of your astrology questions, numerology questions, a counseling questions, because I've had 20 years of counseling. So there's all kinds of questions that can be answered. If I don't get to you tonight, I always try to make sure that I answer it at a later time in in future broadcasts. Normally, I have phenomenal guests with me that are very talented in their field, but tonight, we've got the one and only right here, Fireball. That's my nickname, Fireball, right? On fire in the healing realms, in the happy realms, in the realms of being just excited. I know there's a lot of times... Uh, that we do not feel excited, and we do not feel happy, and we do not have any kind of feels going on, and that's all right, too, so we don't want to constantly live in a place where we're not being engaged in our emotions and our dreams and our goals and our hopes, so I hope you will watch tonight as we get ready to go into some teaching and answering some questions, and uh, Jules is on, Nancy's on, hi, Jules, you saying hello, Nancy, thank you for watching. If you're watching my Facebook, you can share this in a group right now. I'll I'll slow down you can share it. Why? Because you want your neighbors and your brothers and sisters and family and friends for them to be empowered just as much as you. Why? Because the people you hang around influence your energy. The people that you talk to influence your energy. And sometimes maybe there's something you want to share with them, but they'll receive it better from someone else. I'm that someone else. Go ahead and let them listen to you tonight so they choose to get into the higher realm, higher consciousness, higher way of thinking, so they're not feeling defeated and victimized, but they're feeling empowered. And that was a lot of going on, so I'll, I'll slow down just a little bit. It says my audio is distorted. Well, Tiffany, we need to take a look at that and see why that is distorted. And I'm going to see what I can do to fix this right now. Give me one second. All right, let's see if you can hear me better now. We are in the way of technology, and we know technology is very easy to get messed up. Hi, Chris. So, so glad you're good. Can, can you guys hear me better now, or is it still nothing. Someone give me a let me know. Am I still sounding muffy? Yeah, weird. Oh man. I don't know why that's happening. Give me a second. Talk among yourself. Oh, I don't know why it would be muffy. Give me a Am I still muffy? I do have a muffin top. I don't know if that is affecting me anything. Ha, ha 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 I'm working on getting rid of that muffin top. Tiffany, let me know if I'm still all messed up here. Better but still weird. You know, that's how my life has been going, Chris. I've been better but still weird. So I get that. Hmm. Let me see. If I. Work Let me try take this. How about now? Any better now? We just have to cut off the first. There we go. Be right back. I don't blame you, Chris. I'll be right back too with all this muffling And I don't know. Stop that, you sound is still muffled. Okay. Am I still muffled? Five minutes in, and we're we'll talking about my muffin top. If you like from your webcam. Okay, so give me a second here. Let me just change something real quick. Hello, hello.
2: And I changed the mic. Is this much better now? Can you hear me now? Are we okay? I think we're okay. Oh, my goodness. Thank you, everyone that waited with me while I was trying to figure this out. So let's get right into this right now. This is Higher Realms. and I was just trying to say that we all can really tap in to a realm that empowers us. I'm going to do just a quick astrology since all of you guys are patient. And then I'm going to get into a little thought that I've had that I think is really going to bless all of you. And so let's get into astrology for the next two weeks. And thank you, everyone, once again for your patience. We're learning how to do this. I've been doing this for the last month. Still got a few kinks here and there. But what I want you to do, if you're watching live comments, I want you to comment below what your zodiac sign is. What is your zodiac sign? Comment below because we're going to go real quickly through the 12 Zodiacs when it comes to horoscopes. And then after that, I'm going to do some emotional healing. I'm going to be talking about some things that block us from achieving our uh, our greatest potential. And Jules says she's a Virgo. I love Virgos. I'm a Virgo myself. So let's get going. For the next two weeks, what each Zodiac should be paying attention to And if I'm not reading your Zodiac, think about your husband, think about your children, think about how they also are, uh, what they're supposed to be looking at these next couple weeks. So really quickly, Aries. Now, Aries, these next two weeks, that focus should be about relationships, about marriage. It's really about your close partnerships. So I would assume that we would be seeing that there would be issues around the relationship, not necessarily bad issues, but it is time to really make sure that you're communicating clearly with your loved ones and in your partnerships. This is a great time these next two weeks to go on a date with your loved ones. So if you're locked in the house with your wife because of shutdown, hey guys, be romantic. You can still go do a picnic. You can still go get on the, uh, the lake and do something with your significant others, Aries. Now we're jumping into Taurus. Taurus, this is really a uh, a time to focus on your loans, your mortgages, especially those that have been thinking about buying a house, thinking about taking out a loan. This is a good time these next couple of weeks, Taurus, to reach out to your loaner, uh, mortgage loaner, auto insurance. It's also you're going to see these next two weeks that you're really open to learning uh, mystical knowledge, spiritual knowledge you're really going to be tapping into your deeper psyche. So it would not surprise me if you have more dreams or more things that are reminding you of what's going on behind the scenes. Because you're in the eighth house of the occult. So this really means that you should be focusing on your taxes, your health, all these things. So basically, that eighth house Taurus, is other people's money. So there may be issues around your partner's money, your children's money, but you just want to make sure that you're keeping an eye and encouraging and giving good advice to those people that depend upon you uh, for direction. So definitely also tap into some of your psychological issues, Taurus. Next two weeks is a good time to do some journaling for therapy in your own spirit. Now we're going to go real quickly to Gemini. Gemini, We're looking at uh, the higher realms of spirituality, but this is really the next two weeks is about learning higher information. This is a good time to study astrology and numerology. This is a great time to also uh, sign up for college courses. If you've been thinking about going back to school, Gemini, this is a great time to start looking and talking to advisors for the fall semester. It's also a great time to start your writing. If you plan on publishing a book, phenomenal time to get that book out there right now. Also, this is a time to connect back to religion. So, you know, these next two weeks are very spiritual for you, Gemini. Take the time to really ask yourself, what are my higher values? What do I value? Uh, What is my life philosophy? And then start tailoring your life around that philosophy. Now we're quickly going to go over to cancer. Cancer, the next two weeks, it's about your career. It's about putting More emphasis on your reputation. What are you known for? What are you going to be known for? What are your career goals? What is your purpose? What is your purpose in life? You may have a job that is a, um, you know, that's an editor, right? You're editing people's books, but maybe your purpose is to be your own writer and to put out information to change the world. So even when you're doing jobs that you don't like, the 10th house says to us, what is your passion and purpose? We all can be living our purpose no matter where we are in this world or what we're having to do to make a paycheck. What are you going to be known for, Gemini? And I I know you like to go all over and you have a lot of interest, but it's time to take stock and reevaluate where you are when it comes to your career goals and just refocus on the long term reputation of what you want to be in life so now we're going to jump right on over to leo now leo these next few weeks is a great time for uh, getting a hold of social media so if you've been thinking about doing social media uh, leo this is it this is the time to do what your facebook lives or youtube videos this is a good time to get on twitter People are really going to be looking at you, Leo, on how you present yourself. And you're used to that already, right? You're used to being in the limelight. But this is really more about that social media. It's about groups. So maybe uh, this is a good time to become part of a new group. If you've been thinking about joining a group, if you think been thinking about networking with a different group of people, this is the time to start networking and getting with groups of people, Leo. And if you can do that safely, if you can do it safely, then even get in groups in the outside environment, long as you're being safe about it. Now, uh, with that, let's go on to uh, Virgo. That's me, Virgo, 12th house. Love my Virgos, right? Actually, I'm almost a Libra. Sometimes I have a very love and hate um, relationship with Virgo. Anyone else out there like that? You kind of like your uh, uh, sun sign. Some of you don't feel like you like it at all. Tell me what you think about your sun sign, whether it resonates or not in the comments. But Virgo, these next few weeks is really about um, several things. It's really about helping the people that are less fortunate. So this is a good time to give to charity. A lot of times when we're going through a pandemic or we're going through hard times, we're, we're, we have the tendency to uh, stop giving. And Virgo, you don't want to stop giving. You really want to continue to take some of that money, some of that resources and give it out to someone less fortunate. Why? Because you cannot out give the universe. What you give out comes back. Also, these next two weeks is really about connecting to your spirituality, but your subconscious mind too. So this is a great time, Virgo. These next two weeks, I'm pretty sure you're going to get some vivid dreams. These dreams are your subconscious mind trying to send you a message. Also angels, how your beings could be communicating through you in your dreams. Keep that dream journal right next to your bed, Virgo. And it's really um, a good time to rest and relax. So even though we're in the middle of summer, Virgo, at least for the next two weeks at the end of July, make sure you can find some time to get a little R&R and rest and relaxation. And because you're going to get going a lot faster when you hit into August. So now we're quickly going to move over to Libra. Libra. I just told Virgo they need to rest and relax. Not you, Libra. The next two weeks, it's go, go, go. Energy, energy, energy. And if you've not been feeling that energy, it's because you're not doing what you want. These next two weeks, you should be pursuing the goals that you want to do. Go where you want to go. Eat what you want to eat. Talk where you want to talk. This is time to be a little selfish. And so, Libra, I'm giving you permission to get assertive. It's not time to lay back and be quiet. It's time to speak your mind, to go out there and really knock on the door of opportunity. You know what they say? If a if a you know, if, if a door don't open, well then you know what? Open a window. Do whatever you can to push yourself forward. And this next two weeks, Libra, you're really going to feel like you're getting your independence back, you're getting your direction back, and you're just gonna feel much more assertive. So go after your dreams, your high. High energy next few weeks, Libra. Now, uh, we're going to go quickly to Scorpio. Scorpio, the next few weeks, we got to look at how you're really making your money. How are you making money? Is there something you can do to increase your money? Usually, what increases our money is our confidence. So, these next few weeks, you may have some low confidence. You may have issues surrounding self-esteem. So, this is a time to really evaluate your self-esteem how do how am i honoring my soul am i honoring my soul by giving time to the things i value so scorpio you need to take the next 2 weeks and really evaluate are you living life by your values are you and what that means is if you value something you give energy to it you give time to it you give effort to it and so these next 2 weeks scorpio is time to reevaluate what are you going to give your time to what are you going to give your energy to? What are you going to give your um, your attention to? We can only give so much in a day, and you definitely need to reevaluate. But also, this is a great time to um, make money on the side, to be able to come up with some great career ideas to make money. So if you've been struggling financially, there's no reason why Scorpio can't get a breakthrough in July. All right. We're going to move on right now to Sagittarius. Sagittarius, the next two weeks, I need you to really focus on your children. It's really about communicating with your children, communicating with your brothers and your sisters. Uh, This is also the time if you've got children to figure out uh, what are you going to do? Are you going to send them back to school? Are you going to keep them home? If they do go back to school, how are you as a parent going to go about that? It's also a good time to take a short trip. So for you, Sagittarius, this isn't a long trip. But if you wanted to get away for a couple hours in the next two weeks, maybe go to the next state, maybe go up to a cabin a few hours away, short trips are really great ways to boost your morale up when you can't take that long vacation. And communication will be busy the next two weeks. So this is a time where you'll see more emails, uh, you'll see more people calling you on the phone. So this is a time to communicate, 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 and definitely give time to the children, brothers and sisters, and taking short trips are really blessed right now. So now we're going to move over to Capricorn. And our producer, uh, Tiffany White Sage Woman, who produces The Higher Rounds and all the other fantastic shows that you can find on the Goldilocks Production Channel on YouTube or Facebook, she's a Capricorn woman. And Capricorn, it's all about the fourth house. So what does this mean? This means the next two weeks, You should really be focusing on projects around the home. Is there any home projects that need to still get done? Is there any remodeling that still needs to get done? It's also about uh, nursing your emotions because that that fourth house rules the emotions, our upbringing, our, you know, our uh, even being a mother. So if you're a Capricorn woman, this is time to really focus on your mother, being a mother and also nurturing. How do you nurture yourself? Are you know sometimes we gotta mother ourselves, sometimes we gotta father ourselves. Are you being a good parent to yourself? Are you being there as someone that cheerlead you know you cheerlead yourself? Or are you criticizing yourself? So the next two weeks, I would also assume that there would be definitely projects around the house. Also, it's a good time to reach out to your parents. It's a great time to reach out to your mother. So give mom a call. Check on her. Tell her you love her. If mom's already gone into the spirit realm, this will probably be the next two weeks where you can get messages from your mother on the other side. You can hear things, see things, feel things that reminds you of the love of your mother that has not died, that's still around you, and she has transitioned into her spirit form. So then we move over into, who we're getting there, going quick. I may be the quickest horoscope read you ever heard, huh? Uh, then we're going straight over to Aquarius. Now, Aquarius, uh, this is kind of a different energy for you the next two weeks where you're very normal to be like part of a team, and to, you know, you're used to being you're used to being independent, meaning do your own thing. But at the same time, you're very team oriented. This is the time where, yes, you're independent, but it's really about shining. It's about standing out. It's about almost your opposite sign. So if you think about Aquarius uh, as a sun sign, the opposite sign would be Leo. So go Google Leo traits because these next two weeks, it's about you shining, speaking your mind, Theater, acting, creativity. Your creativity is going to be very high, Aquarius. So you can get some creative ideas and you can get inspired. So this is a time to tap into your creativity. Also speak your mind about, you know, your, your, you know, what you think your creative thoughts. It's also romance. So if you've been wanting to date, these are great two weeks, uh, Aquarius, uh, to have some more romance in your life. Also, children will be a focus again. So this is a good time. Also, if you're an Aquarius and you're wanting to have a child, uh, this is a great time uh, to go ahead and to try to conceive. So uh, chicka, chicka, boom, boom, chicka, 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 boom, boom. You hear me. You know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, let's go ahead and move over to Pisces. And now Pisces, uh, this is uh, really uh, a time for your health. The next two weeks. Is all about you getting more healthy. So what are you doing with your diet? What are you doing with your exercise routine? If the gyms are closed down where you're at, are you walking? Are you hiking? Are you getting out in nature? This is also time with co-workers. So it would not surprise me, Pisces, that you may have some issues with your coworkers the next two weeks. I would in fact Focus on communicating with co-workers instead of letting the problem get out of hand and having to go to the boss, go directly to your co-worker. Go in a spirit of um, mutual um, collaboration, and you can see that you can create a better working environment. So you definitely want to focus on your working environment, your everyday routines. If you've not been routine Pisces, which happens a lot, if you're not into routine, this is the time to say, okay. I got to make sure that I do a routine because that's what life is about. Life is a series of routines sometimes, especially when it comes to work and our health. And so next two weeks, Spices, focus on your health and also focus on your work, your daily job and your daily routines. You've been slacking off. This is a time to roll up your sleeves and get right back in there. Get right back on the wagon. Get right back on your daily, daily routine. Schedule things, you know, follow the list, make the list. It's really going to help you in the long run. All right. That was 12 zodiacs, man. Man, that was a lot real fast. Anybody still out there? Are you still with me? I hope so. All right. So we're going to move on. And uh, as we move on from the astrology part, if you have any other questions uh, that you would like some insights for those that are chatting, feel free to throw your question you would like a reading and before uh, further ado, I like to go ahead and tell you a little story and I want you to listen to this story. I'm going to slow down so you can hear this story now. So many years ago in Asia, there was this beautiful monastery in this wonderful village and this monastery was known because it had the largest, gold Buddhist statue in the world. Huge, the size of a building. And all the town people and all the monks, they loved this Buddha statue. They were proud of this statue. They honored this statue of their guru. And for many years, it was just a beautiful relic to come and Pay homage to to remind you of all the teachings of Buddha. Well, through year throughout time, there rose up another warrior village, another warrior, and he was going through all the nearby villages, and he was destroying the monasteries, and he was burning everything to the ground, and he was robbing all the gold. This this evil army. And so the village that had the huge gold Buddha came together and said, listen, if we are going to keep our Buddha, keep our gold, gold relic that we're so proud of, we have got to do something to hide it from the enemy. And so they thought for a while, and one of the monks says, everybody, grab dirt, grab as much mud. In as much dirt as you can find. And so everyone began to get buckets of water to make mud, and they got shovels that dig up dirt. And they, the monk said, take it and cover the Buddha. Cover that huge statue. Don't let one little part of gold be showing. And so all the town people quickly covered that Buddha statue with tons and tons of dirt until there wasn't anything shining left. Oh, it didn't even, wasn't even recognized. Didn't even look like Buddha. It just looked like a huge pile of mud. Well, after a few days, that enemy came in with all the horses and warriors and swords and begin to burn down the village and begin to attack the wives and the children and kill the men. But when they came to the monastery, and they were looking for all the gold and all the precious relics, they bypassed the huge statue gold Buddha. Why? Because they didn't see its true identity. They didn't see the gold underneath the dirt. All they saw was a mud pile. So they left the village without the Buddha. And so what happened is... It took many, many years for the village to rebuild their homes, to restart families, to get back to some kind of semi-balance before the war. But during all this time, because of all the craziness, they never took the mud off of the Buddha. They never took the dirt away from the Buddha. And the dirt was on the Buddha for so long that... The generation that grew up after those that were attacked didn't even know that there was a gold Buddha behind that dirt. They didn't even recognize that they had the most treasure statue in all of Asia. And it was a sad, sad day until one day someone accidentally stripped off some of the dirt. And they saw the gold shining a little bit and they said, what is this? And so they shine a little more, washed a little more, clear a little more until finally the radiant gold Buddha was shining in all of its glory. And the people said, look, we have found the golden Buddha. He was here all the time. He was just hidden by all the dirt. Why did I tell you that story in higher realms? I told you that story in higher realms because so many people don't realize that you are the golden Buddha. Inside of you is a treasure more valuable than all the money in California under the vault in a bank in Beverly Hills. In you is the most precious, precious, valuable commodity in all the universe but you do not see your wealth you do not see your worth you do not see your value because of all the years that dirt was placed upon you that hurt was inflicted upon you that pain was placed upon you whether from the womb past lives or just growing up in a very unhealthy society And so many of you do not even realize the talents that you have, the gifts that you have, the anointing that you have because of all of the dirt life has placed upon you. Well, in higher realms tonight, right here and right now, it's time to wash away some of the stuff that's been hiding you from your own brilliance. What were the goals you had as a child? What was the vision you had as a child? What things were you interested in? Hi, Sarah. She just joined. She's telling everyone out there hello. Sarah, we're talking about how so many people are not living the lives that they desire because of all the pain and hurt and rejection that they received in childhood, that they received in their relationships. And we need to heal these hurts and these pains and this this blame that we pass on ourselves, so we can get to the gold. You know, when I wrote my uh, first book, I had it here called "Higher," uh, called "Your Soul Story: How to Create the Life You've Always Wanted." In it, I talk about that many souls receive a wound in the womb of the mother. So, if the mother did not want to have children. But she had to give birth to a child because of either religion, the pressure of her family, or that it was illegal at her time to have an abortion. Whatever the reason, if the mother did not want a child or was stressed while carrying that child in her womb, she will pass that pain on to her child. How is that even possible, you say? Well, it's possible because where did you get your DNA? Where do you get your hair? Where do you get your eyes? Where do you get your, your chromosome? Yes, we get some of that, half of that from our father and half of that from our mother. But our emotions are influenced inside of our mama's stomach. If they'll tell you the day. Well, they tell you, play classical music. Because classical music has been shown to create more of a genius in children while they were in the womb of their mother. And so if a child in the womb can feel when the mother is hurting or stressed or worried through the uh, endorphins that are going through her bloodstream, we can see that there's a difference between a child that was inside the womb of a mother that let's say was married, happily married, financially secure, was planning for the child all along, so that child's going to feel very happy, very excited because the mother is excited. The mother is happy. So that child is born with very high self-esteem to begin with. But the child that's inside the mother that is confused about having children, that is worried about having the child, that is very stressed because of either finance or relationship issues. That child being born is already being born with a low self-esteem that says, I do not deserve to be here. I'm not wanted. Even before the child is even born or held in the arms of the mother, it has picked up those messages. And so that's why if you're pregnant right now, I encourage you, talk to your child. Talk to that, that living soul inside you. It hears your voice it feels your connection. Even if you're upset and worried, tell the child, My, everything's okay. You're welcome here. We're excited to have you. Mommy's a little concerned about some grown-up stuff, but mommy always loves you and can't wait to have you. And so that's very important that we see that the goal is in us. You know, I have a quote. I say, heal your soul to reach your goals and get the gold, get the cash, get the money. And what I mean that is to really get the value out of your life by healing your soul story. And so if you've not received that book yet, I encourage you to go to Amazon or my website, Divine Spark Ministries. You can throw that site down there, Tiffany, for everyone watching. And I sell that book, Your Soul Story, online. But it's very important that you are not allowing any messages that say to you that you're not enough, that say to you that you're not valuable, that say to you that something's wrong with you. And you will see these stories played out in your life by the circumstances. So this doesn't mean that if you struggle in an area that you're necessarily got a self-limiting belief, but it's a good chance that you do have a self-limiting belief if you struggle in a certain area over and over again, so if you are constantly divorcing, there may be some self-limiting beliefs about marriage. If you are constantly going from job to job, there may be some self-limiting beliefs surrounding your value and employment. So, or if you are constantly going uh, having some health issues, there may be some self-limiting beliefs towards your physical survival and your ability to be here on this planet. In your own skin so many things can trigger us especially in childhood you wouldn't even necessarily need a parent to say you're no good if you're a child that's very sensitive and your parents are fighting a lot you can internalize that message that something is not safe in the world you know once again we were just talking about someone that goes through a lot of relationships Maybe you internalize your parents' relationship and that means it's not safe to be in, the, in a relationship or to be in a relationship means that you fight all the time. So that could mean that when you find somebody that's not a drama queen or a drama king, that after a while you feel bored and you're like, oh, this is too boring. I'm restless. Are you restless because you're truly bored or is your soul story around relationships one that, if we ain't fighting, is not love. You'd be surprised, and I know some of you are saying that's crazy, but you'd be surprised how our soul, our subconscious mind, how sometimes it distorts the energy of what we've seen while growing up. So, anyways, with that being said, we want you to achieve your highest good. We want you to achieve your highest potential. And to do that, you got to change any limiting beliefs that you may have. So if you have a limiting belief around money, some of the things you can do is to begin to listen to hypnosis on YouTube about money. If you got limiting beliefs about love, listen to some hypnosis YouTube about love. And outside of hypnosis YouTube, you can also say affirmations. You can Constantly be reminding yourself that you're worthy of love, that you're worthy of uh, good finances, that you're worthy. Almost every issue when it comes to self-esteem and when it comes to reaching our goals is not always an issue of talent. It's not always an issue of resources, but it's an issue of worthiness. Oprah Winfrey said, I have interviewed over 20,000 people. I've interviewed kings and queens and presidents, rock stars, movie stars, billionaires. And I've also interviewed prostitutes, drug addicts, poverty people, you name it, people that have been in prison. All spectrum in life, all classes in society. And she said, there's only one thing, not two, not three, not five, not a million, one thing that separates the haves from the have-nots, from those that achieve their goals, that believe in their goals, that continue to persist in their goals, no matter what life throws at them, versus those that give up, that become a victim, that constantly cave in and no longer perceive the best life, and that is this. Those that achieve and those that reach their goals were the people that absolutely felt that they deserved it. They absolutely felt worthy of what they were pursuing, desiring and asking for. And all the rest, no matter how much they said they wanted something, no matter how much they uh, try to do something, if they had any doubt about the ability or the rightfulness to deserve the desires of their heart, they would sabotage their effort every time. And I have found this to be true, Oprah. I found this to be true, Super Soul Sunday, that if there is any seeds of unworthiness, guilt, shame, undeserving, you will trip up your life. But you don't have to trip up your life. You can create a belief that you're worthy to receive you can create a belief that you're worthy to go after your goals and have them to have love to be in good health you can create that belief and we are our beliefs and what is the middle in the word belief lie l-i-e you can't have a belief unless you buy into the lie and oh, Don't be lying to me, preacher. Don't be lying to me, astrologer. Everything I believe is true. I don't believe in lies. Get behind me, Satan. Anyways, my theory on this is that the lie is like a story. There's a story in every belief. And the question is, do you buy into that story? And whatever story you buy into, that is what you're going to experience. If you buy into the story that you're a terrible sinner and that you deserve to go to hell and that you never get anything right, that's a story that's not going to make you empowered. Or you could have a belief that you're not a sinner. You're an amazing, powerful creator with God manifesting on this physical plane, that you are God's children, that you are part of the divine source, that you are wonderfully and fearfully made, as Psalm says. If you buy into that belief, then you'll be excited about the opportunity to create and to pursue your passion and dreams. But it all starts in that belief, that lie. Well, I don't like the word lie. That's fine. You can change the word lie to story. Either way, you're telling yourself something. What are you telling yourself? What are you buying into? Do you believe something because mom, dad, grandpa, grandma believed it and it was passed on to you? There's nothing wrong with passed on beliefs, but you better you better take a walk around that belief. You better, you better sniff it for a while and see if this is what you truly want to latch on to. Uh, because we are evolving as souls. And because we're evolving as souls, our stories are evolving. So some of the stories of the past and religion, which made us separated from the creator, we're starting to tell ourselves stories that were never separated from the creator. In fact, we are part of the creator in motion. We're part of the divine, in essence, living in this world. So if you have any questions about that, on how you can change your beliefs, how you can change the stories you're telling yourself, Go to my website, DivineSparkMinistries.com, and we will get you into uh, all the different stuff that will help you. There it is, Divine Spark Ministries, right there at the bottom, right there every day. Okay, so now, if you have any questions, anybody out there want to ask a question or get a reading, feel free to submit that. I do intuitive readings. I do counseling. Uh, but the most important thing I do is help, help you heal deeply so you can live fully. And to heal deeply, we got to challenge any negative thoughts that are not true. And even if something's negative, it can still have a positive outcome. And you got to remind yourself that. You know, uh, there was a story in the New Testament, and it talked about how this Mary Magdalene, who was considered a prostitute, in some circles, how she had saved up all her savings and bought this beautiful alabaster box. And in that alabaster box was a very precious, precious anointment. And the scriptures record that she went and she broke the box at the feet of Jesus. She broke it. And the disciples, and the reason she did this is she was breaking the box Because she was trying to put all that perfume on her Lord and Savior. She was trying to honor spirit. But the disciples, namely Judas, looked at her and said, what a waste. What a waste. Why was this box? Why was this effort? Why was this this potential wasted? Because Judas was greedy. He wanted all that box for himself so he could sell it later on. But here's what I want you to understand. You may be broken, but you're not wasted. You may have had situations break your spirit, break your heart, break your body, break your mind. But just because you've been broken in an area of your life does not mean you're wasted. In fact, it means you're ready. Ready for what? Ready for spirit to enter into your heart. Ready for spirit to enter into your body. Ready for spirit to enter into your mind. Ready for spirit to enter into your relationships. Why? Because you're open. Brokenness opens us to receive from spirit sometimes more than never facing anything ever could. Yes, I live in law of attraction. I live in abundance. I live in health. I live in wholeness. That's my mindset. But if I should be broken, your judgments of my pain, your judgments of my hurt, your judgment like Judas, judge the effort of that woman. People will judge your effort when you do good. People will misunderstand when you try to make an impact in this world. Let them misunderstand. Let them judge. It was never about Judas. It was always about Jesus. It's never about the other people's opinion. It's always about you connecting to your higher power, your higher mind, your higher source, your open heart. So look in the mirror and say, I may be broken today, but I'm not wasted for tomorrow. I may have had a failed marriage, but that doesn't mean I failed in love. I may have had sickness in my body, but that doesn't mean I'll never be whole. I'm preaching, I'm speaking, I'm ministering in higher realms. That your current situation is not necessarily your permanent destination. And what do we do when we're broken? What do we do when we're hurt? What do we do when we got self-limiting messages from our parents, from our leaders, from schoolmates? What do we do? Well, the lady with the alabaster box laid it at Jesus' feet. That's an example of you must lay it at the feet of Spirit. Some things you got to surrender to the universe. Some things you got to say, Here, God, this is yours. And as I always say, God is not afraid of your mess. In fact, there's a message inside of your mess. So instead of running around crazy, like a chicken with his head cut off, instead of crying nonstop like you're defeated forever. Stop! Say to yourself from within, there's a message inside of this mess. I'm going to get to you, Nancy. Nancy would love a reading. You know, Jesus, and I speak a lot about Jesus in the Christian faith because that's where I come from. But if you were at the beginning of the episode, I was talking about Buddha. And I'll talk about Krishna and I'll talk about Lady uh, Mother Gaia. They're all examples of the spiritual realms, the higher realms, our higher potentials. But Jesus, glad you're back, Chris. Jesus. Jesus, the incarnation of God in flesh for those that abide by the Christian faith. Jesus. Miracle on earth. Notice this. He was born in a, in a manure house. What are you talking about, Jeremy? Well, he was born in a stable. Back then, those am- that's where the animals slept. And what do animals do? What do horses do? Have you ever been to a horse farm? You ever see where all- they're, 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 what are they doing? They're crapping. Crap all around. What are you saying to me, Jeremy? I'm trying to tell you. That you may have been born in manure, but God can turn your manure into a miracle. Jesus was born in a crap house, and then he got what? He became uh, crucified to rise again as king of kings. These are stories that you you can look at. You can realize that it doesn't matter what I was born into. I may have been born into a crappy situation. I may have been born into... An environment that smelled like manure because I'm trying to keep this PG. But that doesn't have to limit you. No matter how bad the environment you were born into, you were still a miracle. Your birth was still a miracle. Whether anyone recognizes it at the time or not, your destination is not to to stay low and down or be ashamed of where you come from. Hold your head up high. You come from the universe. You go back. You're in the universe. You go back in the universe. You come from God. You're in God. You go back to God. But you got to recognize that my situation, if it's painful, Won't destroy me. It would only open me up to see God work a miracle. All right. Nancy, you said you like a love of reading. And Nancy, is there a specific question? You can throw that down and we'll look into that. But what I am picking up for you right now is communication, communication, communication. People that you still need to tell that you love. People that need to hear your love. But also the ability to validate your own experience. So there's something, Nancy, where you, for you to feel the love in your heart, there, there's almost like a, you ever see, you ever see a lock on a safe? What does that lock do? And that lock is, is, is protecting the contents of the safe and your heart, your emotions, your desire for love, your feelings, They're almost like a a safe. There's a lock on it because you're protecting yourself. And uh, what I'm seeing is is we need to, Nancy, we need to open up your heart. We need to open the lock so your heart can feel the love that it desires. And to open that lock, Nancy, you got to validate. I want you to validate your feelings, validate your truth, validate your brilliance. You're brilliant. You're excellent. Validate the effort that you have done for others. Communicate your feelings. Communicate your love for brothers and sisters and mothers and fathers and people you care about. And as you communicate that love, you're going to feel the validation of other people come back to you. And that heart's going to feel love, 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 and more love. So we really want to take off any lock, anything that's keeping you from speaking your truth, anything that's keeping you from sharing your knowledge. Don't judge yourself. Don't don't seek the approval of people. You share your truth. You share your knowledge. You share your feelings. And you will feel the universe in people that will love you like family and also be a fan of yours, a fan of Nancy. I'm a Nancy fan. Why? Because she's coming from a place of love and she speaks from her heart and genuine people are genuinely appreciated. Your love, Nancy. Thank you so much. I'm so glad that you are there. And so uh, if you would like a reading, ask a specific question. And we will do that. For those that are re-watching this and you're you're looking at this and you feel like there's a lack on your life, if you feel like there is no appreciation for who you are, notice this, that you must attract your tribe. You have to attract your best friends. You have to attract your soulmates. And to do that, your mouth, must give a signal. Your mouth must give, like that. there's an antenna. There's an antenna. We look at an antenna on a house. It picks up the signal. Everyone's got an antenna on their head. You can't see it, but it's picking up the signals, the vibration, the emotions, the truth of other people. And if you're quiet about what you believe and what you think and what you feel, that signal is weak. So you got to speak up. And you got to put that good out into the world, and you got to put that that love out in the world, and you got to put that joy out in the world. And yes, will there be some people that will misunderstand you, misinterpret you, maybe even hate what you're saying? But that signal goes out loud and strong by you consistently sharing your heart and truth. Sooner or later, people that are looking for that channel will discover you and they will want to be your friend and they will want to date you and they will want to support you in your project and in your career. Yes, you may have to go a little while without anybody looking at you. Sometimes we're in the wilderness. Sometimes we are alone. We may be alone physically. We're never alone spiritually. Angels, ascended masters, Holy Ghost, God always with us. But sometimes we feel alone because we crave human connection. We crave human understanding. You got to allow a space for emptiness. You know, what's interesting is Jesus told Judas, leave Mary alone for what she has done. She has done for me. When you do things for spirit, when you walk a spiritual path, when you walk a path with God, God protects you. He repays you. He watches over you. Yes, we're going to die someday. Yes, we're going to feel pain. But just because we physically die doesn't mean God failed. fact, death is the greatest healing for us all. Because we transition to the other side. Now, I don't want to kill myself tonight. I don't want no one committing suicide. But I don't want you to think if someone's sick or someone's hurting or someone's in pain that they are wrong with God and not right with God or they're not using law of attraction. No, 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 my friend. Some of us have wilderness of the soul. But, but if you're willing to be broken, like she broke the alabaster box in front of Jesus to let that perfume out. Jesus God's spirit recognized her. If you want people that are sent to you from God, that are sent to you from spirit, that are attracted to your true essence, you got to let your beauty out. You got to break your silence and speak your truth and share your truth and share your thoughts. And it's through sharing that you'll find caring people It's through opening space. You know what? Some people, you got to say, bye-bye, bye-bye. Thank you for being part of my journey for these last few years or this last through whatever, how long, but we're not on the same wavelength. We're not on the same channel. So I got to make room for the new. I got to make room for the new. And so some people will be with you forever. Some people will never be with you. Some people will be for a season, but you got to open up space to allow others to come in. If you're holding on to things that are dragging you down, you'll never have the ability to receive the higher things that will bring you up. So let go of things that drag you down. Let go of things that make you feel disempowered. Kathy asked for a reading. You know, Kathy, one of the things I'm I'm feeling is foundation. Foundation, foundation, we build, you can build higher, the longer your foundation is, meaning the stronger the foundation, the higher the building. This is true in architect. If a building wants to go very high, it's got to have a longer, stronger foundation. Now, Kathy, I, I sense that there's some foundation things these next few weeks about planning and organizing and checking and rechecking not out of fear but just getting things secure and stable and planning some things for the future so you can go high so you can soar so you can explore so this time right now is looking towards that family the nuclear family the 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 whether it's the husband or the children or mom or dad it's it's just Really sitting down and planning the next few months out, planning the next year out. Where is it that I want to go? What is it that I want to do? What is it that I desire to get done? How am I going to go about that A, B, C, and D? So as you use more logic these next few weeks to really reinforce your values, to really make strong uh, your inner core of what you believe. As you reinforce those values, those beliefs, reevaluate your dreams and where you want to do, you'll see that in the months to come, you'll be able to have opportunity to soar, to get higher, to explore, to see a lot more growth and expansion in your life spiritually, physically, mentally. But right now, we got to get back to that basic goal setting and really just taking an inventory of where we're at. So thank you, Kathy, for watching. Wow, we're 58 minutes in. You know, it's been kind of uh, kind of interesting, right? The first five or six minutes, my volume wasn't working. People were coming and going. And I encourage you to rewatch this. Fast forward to the part that you like. You don't have to watch the whole thing. You can come back to it later. If there was a part that you think will minister to somebody, you know, pull that part up and show them that part. You know, at the beginning of this, we went through the astrology of the next two weeks for all 12 zodiacs, share that with someone in their particular sign. Spirit moved in when we start talking about being broken but not wasted. Maybe you have a friend that is hurting and needs to hear that their pain isn't in vain, that something good does come sometimes from the dark night. And so anyways... Uh, my producers telling me, you know, she's thanking me. It was Tiffany White Sage anniversary. Tiffany and George. White had 30 years. Happy 30 years together. And so with that being said, I still am doing some donation readings. If you like a donation reading in July, uh, go to divinesparkministries.com. That'll be changing up here in a few weeks. And outside of that, next week, we got a psychologist coming on. She's going to be dealing with I- women issues, issues around grief, issues around being a woman in entrepreneurship. You're going to really love her. For the rest of you, thank you so much. Namaste. I love you all. Go to my YouTube channel, Jeremy Riden, R-I-D-E-N. Be a friend on the YouTube channel. I'm putting a lot of astrology teaching on there. Look me up on Facebook. Look me up on Twitter. Tell me you love me because I know I love you. God bless. See you next Tuesday on Higher Realms.
1: Become a Goldilocks Productions VIP patron. Receive exclusive access to live stream special and other epic packs. Join the Goldilocks Productions VIP
0: community today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row?